Hello, and welcome to the Common Sense Practice Podcast, helping you build a better business from the inside out. We'll be sharing tips on marketing, sales, mindset, patient education, email list, and much more. Let's get started with your host, Dr. Shara Downey. Okay, everyone, welcome to the Common Sense Practice Podcast. And today, I'm actually extra excited because our guest and our wonderful uh, co-host today is probably one of the greatest chiropractic advocates. She's running two practices and many other exciting things, and she's not even a chiropractor. So I'm super happy to have Kristen Moss on the practice podcast. So Kristen, take it away. Thank you so much. What a cool introduction. <laughs> it's, uh, it's really lovely to be here. As you were saying, I am a chiropractic advocate. So I started in chiropractic about six years ago mm-hmm. um, in the profession, but was under care long before that. When my chiropractors were looking for a CA, I was like, look no further, you know, <laughs> you, you have here. Yeah. And the first clinic I worked in as a chiropractic assistant was a very vitalistic clinic. And I've since that time been able to work in multi, multidisciplinary clinics and seen all the sides of the coin. Mm-hmm. Um, I have my own opinions about what a chiropractic lifestyle means to me. Yeah. And I think that for me, it's like, there's just, it's just a no brainer that my chiropractor is my pr- primary healthcare provider. Mm. Um, like you were saying, uh, I run two clinics, the owner has a um, pediatric-based practice. There's over 20 different modalities or rather therapists in the, in the clinic space. Mm-hmm. And wow, that's chiropractors, a lot. It's a lot. So there's chiropractors and there's osteopaths and there's physios. And uh, for myself, I was working for over two years as a chiropractic assistant in a, in a vitalistic practice and then moved into a larger entity um, with multidisciplinary um, protocols. And that was extremely exciting, but it was yeah. also, um, it was very overwhelming because for mm. me, chiropractic was so simple until moving into that space where there was a lot more going on and how one um, therapist would need to then follow up, you know, mm. how, they would have to be more compatible. A lot of communication um, a lot of systems, and we're taking care of moms and babies. So it's fantastic and it's very rewarding. Wow. I think so. The obvious question is you sound like you have an American accent. <laughs> is that fair <laughs> I guess to you say? Should, yeah. Yeah. From uh, so, I'm from Canada. I'm from uh, Vancouver, okay. British Columbia. Yeah. Okay. And Oslo. Vancouver, Oslo, very far apart. <laughs> right. I reside now in Norway. I moved here 16 years ago. Wow. And uh, yeah, I guess I just followed my heart. I met a Norwegian man in Mexico while I was diving. and uh, As you do. Wow, and, <laughs> as you do. And when he left, I left. So. Wow. Amazing. The rest is history, I guess. <laughs> And so uh, just a curious question, like in Canada, were you familiar with chiropractic already or was that a new transition when you moved to Norway? Well, um, I was familiar, but it was very pain-based care, which is not mm-hmm. um, maybe how I would describe chiropractic any longer. Mm-hmm. I'd had a couple of um, falls and definitely used chiropractic to, yeah, 
to get on the mend, but mm-hmm. the the DC didn't explain to me chiropractic the way I know it and love it now. So yeah. definitely about it's only about um, 10, 11 years ago that I started under care. Wow, that's wow, that's amazing. And I think a really good point to bring up for our listeners that are in North America, where there is so many chiropractors, and I think we sometimes can assume that people know the message and we skip over that step. So I think this is actually a good example. So thank you for sharing that. Um, Now, when you moved to Norway, what were you doing? And is it the same now or did you change once you moved there? Okay, so I have always loved the service industry and sales and people. So I've had a very dynamic background. Um, Mm -hmm. I've run everything from coffee shops to skate shops to dive shops. Um, It wasn't until I got into chiropractic that I really found my calling. Um, So for me, my journey um, inside a chiropractic that started about six years ago, really working in the offices and doing reevaluations and helping with systems and whatnot, um, I started to observe inside of a chiropractic clinic that there was a few missing pieces of the puzzle for me as the observer, not as the DC, not as the tech CA, but as the one who met people on their way in and the one who met people on their, on their way out. I got to really be like this sort of um, litmus test, I felt. Yeah. Like I could see exactly what life has been happening with them when they walked back into the space and how they felt so vibrant after they'd had in and adjusted, being checked and adjusted. So I was thinking like, why is it that there are individuals that do so phenomenal under care? Well, it seems that other people are quote unquote unlucky. Like what, what is, what is it? What's missing? I always thought, you know, And I got really fired up about nutrition while I was working in the vitalistic space and thought there has to be something to it. I mean, I have nothing but the utmost respect for the job a DC does, but Mm -hmm. I was seeing a lot of people were putting toxins right in their mouth as soon as they left the space. Do you know what I mean? And we know that toxins will lead to subluxations, right? right? So I'm thinking like, what can be done? How, where are we? not educating people. And I was working a very great chiropractic clinic. So it wasn't my job to insist on anything there, but I thought for myself, I need to dive a little deeper. So I uh, took a course out of California and became Mm -hmm. a nutrition consultant and I graduated in February. So I now run my own nutrition practice one and a half days a week. And I work as a a management position, right? Like a clinical mm-hmm. advisor in mm-hmm. the two spaces in Oslo. So I have a lot of balls in the air, but it's all very <laughs> purpose-driven and yes. it's all very uh, holistic mindset. So I really feel like I'm I'm on the right path. No, that's fantastic. And I think having that um, perspective as a bit of an outsider and and totally in a positive respect, you really got to see a lot of things that sometimes when we're so immersed in it, it, it kind of goes over our head, right? When you've been studying chiropractic and, and been a patient maybe lifelong or been in the space for so long, some of these things come second nature, but you don't think of discussing them or observing them, or you don't even think people are going to be interested in knowing. <laughs> so I think it's wonderful. I think that's such a great observation. Now with your practice, um, have there been 
not just challenges because you're in a different country, but challenges in the sense of trying to really emphasize the importance of what you're doing because I know there's so many fads that go around, um, whether it's diets or, you know, right now I know the big one is the plant-based thing going on. So there's a lot of different fads and it's not that they're not good, but I think people can get very immune maybe to the conversation of nutrition. So if you want to speak a little bit about that. Absolutely. That's a great question. Um, the thing with nutrition is that everybody's an expert, right? We, <laughs> we, all, we all eat, right? Yeah. So everyone yeah. has an opinion about what works and what doesn't work. And everyone is right because uh, what works for me might not work for you. It's very mm-hmm. individual, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yes, there are a lot of fads out there, but I also feel that my own journey has shown me that it's important to dabble a little in the fads and get reacquainted with what works and doesn't work. Um, also to be inspired, like, wow, okay, I, I usually make the same five dinners every week because I have <laughs> children and I'm running around and I need to plan. Yeah. But is it good for my microbiome to not have that variety? Is it good to mm-hmm. be hitting the same dinners all the time? So I think that what's really important with nutrition is just to think about food as fuel mm-hmm. and try to not just fill up, but fuel your body. What makes you feel like you're glowing from the inside out, right? Yeah. What sort of, can you include fermented foods? Can you include herbs and spices that have great anti- antioxidants? Like mm-hmm. there's a ton of stuff that's like, you don't, need to go to a nutrition counselor for help you can just i don't know kind of like have a little broader look when you're in the grocery store and not go into the very same patterns that you do every week just out of habit yeah no definitely and i think as a mother of four (laughs) i love my my certain constants because yeah it's easy but i also love to surprise my kids and to shake it up and you know, honestly, sometimes I'll get that comment. Wow. I didn't know you knew how to cook that. (laughs) You know, like these little ones expect the same thing. So, um, but how would you encourage people to, I guess it's, it's one step at a time, but like to really take a look at new things, different spices or herbs or fresh, or, um, even maybe growing some of things on their own. What kind of encouragement would you go with for that? Well, I think it's really important not to get too overwhelmed. I mean, we live in a very hectic world. Uh, I can speak for myself. (laughs) I I live in a very hectic world. I do have a relationship to my smartphone and my day planner and Mm. two offices in Oslo with a lot of personalities and a lot of purpose-driven people. Then I have my own practice. So you can imagine like, if you have someone who works full time, they have children. And now it's like, here, make sure it's only ever organic and you always make it from scratch. It can feel incredibly overwhelming, right? It's one more thing as women that we need to measure ourselves up against. So Mm. I would recommend start small. Like you're saying about um, growing a few vegetables in your window seal. That's Mm -hmm. awesome. You control (laughs) the pesticides and herbicides, right? Grow some cherry tomatoes in your kitchen window. It's awesome. Choose organic when you can. 
I like to use the SOUL diet um, acronym. So you have S for seasonal, O for organic, U for unadulterated, so no GMOs, and L for mm. local. So try to mm. buy local when you, when you can. And I think that um, a great thing to do is have people over for dinner or go and have with friends because they'll make something and you're like, wow, how did you do this? You get inspiration Mm -hmm. from one another or they come to your house and you're making one of those five amazing meal plans that you always make every week. (laughs) Right. And, and they're floored. Wow. This is amazing. So I think same sort of values that I've got through the chiropractic community, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, community, you know, invite each other over, share meals with people, slow it on down, be grateful around the table so you're ready to digest. If you're like <laughs> eating a slice of bread quickly over the sink while you're yelling at your child to go get his soccer shoes because you're almost going to be late and, you know, yeah. you're probably ready to take on that nutrients when it hits the tummy. So right. there's, there's so many tidbits, lifestyle tidbits around food because of... <laughs> Uh, both the tradition and habit mm-hmm. and stress. But I think that you can just improve the beauty of your home with a little widow seal garden. You can yeah. invite friends over and get some inspiration. And if you can concentrate on soul food, I mean, you're hitting most of the mark most of the wow. time. <laughs> this is very true. Now, you're also very fortunate. I imagine Norway is, well, I, I assume it's quite a bit healthier in general than a lot of other countries as far as outdoor activity and, and people being active. Um, but did you have any challenges when you started to kind of present this type of practice? Hmm. You're right. The mindset is there. People like to be outdoors, mm-hmm. but I think that there is a problem with uh, packaged foods. Like that is, you know, people do eat a lot of fresh foods, but packaged foods are definitely time savers, right? Mm -hmm. We talked about the habits that we have and -hmm. you don't have to make a soup from scratch if you just pour in a bag and stir it up. So you're getting a lot of unnecessary salt in your diet, a lot of gluten that maybe you just don't need. If you tolerate gluten, great, but you don't have to have it with every meal. Again, variety and thinking about that that microbiome that should be flourishing with variety. Mm -hmm. Um, What would I say about the Norwegian mindset? They're they're great at about being outdoors, skiing and working out is definitely a high value. Family mm-hmm. is also a high value. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the standard American diet has come over to Norway as well. And mm-hmm. when we lean heavily on meat products and dairy products and salt and fat and things that make quick food taste amazing, mm-hmm. but they kind of fool our taste buds into expecting that every time. Um, yeah we have to start looking at how that affects the microbiome. Then we have to start looking at mental health challenges because a lot of the time it starts in the gut, you know, maybe someone isn't under chiropractic care. They're not getting regular adjustments. They're not getting Mm -hmm. clear of subluxation. They eat toxins and it affects their mood. They get more anxiety. They get more depression. I talked earlier about, you know, that relationship with the cell phone and the busy schedule Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think we're doing ourselves an incredible disservice when we have these packaged foods. And I 
don't think Norway is immune, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, it's unfortunate. It is kind of going everywhere. Um, and would you say, like, with all the work you've done in the chiropractic clinics, I imagine things like marketing and systems, like basic office or business principles, um, have you been able to kind of translate those into your new nutrition practice or have you found different things that work for you? I think that a lot of things that we do inside the chiropractic office translates beautifully in a nutrition Mm -hmm. practice. Um, Because again, you're meeting people where they're at, you know, you're building community, you're educating them, um, you're playing the long game with them. This isn't a quick fix. You can't have two really healthy meals and then, you know, we'll just, we'll just see how it goes. So you need a plan. Do you know what I mean? Like it's okay to miss an appointment here and there, like with chiropractic, but if you want to consistently, consistently feel well, you need consistency in your life. And that includes regular chiropractic care. It includes Mm -hmm. nutrition. So so some systems are basic human uh, interaction and and, um, beautiful service. Like I really see you when you come in and Mm -hmm. I really take time to find out what's going on with you. And we move forward at the speed in which you are ready to move forward. And that Mm -hmm. means education and frequency of care or frequency of visits when you're coming in for consultations. So absolutely Mm -hmm. they go hand in hand or they can. And would you say with um, your consultations, can you do them online by the way? I was just wondering about that. Yeah, absolutely. Zoom is wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) We're on Zoom at the moment, I believe. And, uh, so Zoom is great. You can see each other, you know. Yeah. We can do some prep with an email beforehand. So absolutely, online consultations are okay. Um, I know that it works really beautifully for people in the UK. And because it's my mother tongue, it's really mm. quick to build rapport. Mm-hmm. I feel that in my Norwegian practice, it's really a face-to-face practice. So uh, people are coming locally to me. I don't have many people from like northern Norway Skyping in. I think there is um, something lost in the translation when we are not, you know, I do have an accent when I speak Norwegian. And uh, (laughs) Well, you uh, speak Norwegian. That's what's amazing. (laughs) Oh, well, yeah. Well, I have, you have to, 16 years and children, you have to go to parent-teacher meetings and you (laughs) want to be involved and integrated in the community. But Mm -hmm. I'll tell a secret. I studied also... Japan, uh, Japanese and French and Spanish earlier in my life. So yeah, I don't have them all at the forefront of my mind, but some people's brains just work like that. So yeah, it's okay with the language, I suppose. (laughs) Well, and the reason I ask about the online is I imagine some of the docs that are listening today would love to have you as a resource or if patients are coming in with challenges that they're able to identify, they can kind of shoot you an email or kind of connect with you so that they're able to get a bit of a second opinion, if you will. Absolutely. And like I've learned through working with a vitalistic clinic, they didn't want to have too much going on in the clinic. So sometimes it can be really great just to refer out to an expert and know that they're in good hands. And because I live and breathe a chiropractic lifestyle, I think it really can be a great symbiosis. And oftentimes people just need a nudge in the right direction of someone who is a little bit out of the periphery. You know, Mm -hmm. when you have a 
when you have a one-stop shop, it can be great, but sometimes it's nice to just include another insight. So absolutely, I'm happy to get on a call with DCs or just have them refer out their, their uh, practice members to me. Yeah, no, that's, I mean, that's amazing. I love the service. <laughs> and we're lucky here in, in Singapore, we have a naturopath who's, who's also Canadian. And so she spends time here and in Canada, but she does a lot of online um, consultations as well. So I, I just think it's a great resource. Um, and is there anything that you do particularly for yourself to prepare for sharing your message, um, helping people understand where they can go next, their next step? Because I imagine there's people at different levels. So you're also thinking in different uh, mindsets of how to help encourage different people as well. Absolutely. And I think that for any new DC or anyone who's interested in uh, putting themselves out there, so to speak, and getting into a holistic uh, environment and saying, I can help you, like take my hand, I'm going to um, give you some insight, or I'm going to check and clear you for subluxation. I'm going to give you nutrition protocols. To put yourself out there when you're brand new is incredibly overwhelming, right? Mm -hmm. Um, It can feel like, why why am I doing this? Why would someone come to me, right? But you have to kick that little monster in the butt. You need to get that out of there. You can't have that (laughs) mindset. So what I do for myself is meditation. Get Mm. quiet, Get on purpose, ask yourself, am I in the right place? Mm -hmm. Am I doing the right thing? If I need to ask for a sign, hey, give me a sign. Am I doing what I should be doing? Is this this right? And if you're quiet long enough, you'll feel that inner voice let you know. Innate will speak to you and let you know Mm -hmm. if you're on the right track or not. And I think that when you really put yourself out there, to help individuals one-on-one or in groups or workshops, Mm. it can be a little trying on the ego, right? Like a little mysterious. So (laughs) if you really find your legs and feel confident and comfortable, even though life is hectic, you need quiet space to reassure yourself that you're doing the right thing. And besides just getting quiet, I like to hit the CrossFit gym and hear the loud music and lift the weights. I like to go yeah. running. I do Wim Hof three-minute immersions in the cold water all year oh, round. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's so good for you. It's great for your immune system. It reduces inflammation. It gives you a great endorphin kick so you yeah. feel good. Norway is very dark. I put all the lights here so that I could be in the light for our call. Um, So I think that self-care for people that look after other people is so, so, so important. And we forget because we're in that grind of doing Mm -hmm. and we forget that we attract people to our offices to Mm -hmm. us when we are shining the light and we're looking after ourselves and we are walking our talk. So self-care, meditation, whatever you need to do, you need to dial it in and make it true to yourself for sure. (laughs) Yeah. No, I, and I love that because I think sometimes we forget, especially when you're in a routine that by serving others, you're depleting and losing yourself a little bit. And you're taking on some of, um, you know, whatever it is that they're bringing in. 
right? So in a way you need to clear yourself and then also replenish. So I really, I love that. So thank you for commenting on that. Um, And would you say there's any mentors or book resources or things that you've kind of worked with along the way that have been super helpful for you? Absolutely. There's so many, right? (laughs) Um, Mentors, like just just my girlfriends, the people that have seen me stumble and fall and get up again, those mm-hmm. are those are my babes for sure. <laughs> but um, I'll give a shout out to Kathy Wenlin Colby. She's been mm-hmm. an amazing mentor. She's definitely helped me uh, understand how powerful my voice is. Mm-hmm. Um, I am not a person who speaks really loud. I'm a little bit timid, but not like I'm kind of. Yeah. Like, I don't know what is the, I'm thinking of Bambi, you know, when he's trying to stand for the first time on the ice. It's like, yeah. I know what I want to do, but you know, it, it can feel kind of shaky. So, so mm-hmm. having a coach and actually coaching with someone who's been where you have been and is where you want to go, like yeah. Kathy, that has been incredibly inspirational. Uh, books, Brene Brown, Daring Greatly, amazing. Um, yeah. The Chiropractic Story by Marcus Botch. That mm-hmm. was amazing. And even the book, uh, uh, You Are a Badass by Jen, somebody, Jen, yeah. someone, sorry, Jen. <laughs> That's just a fun read, right? And yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. Otherwise I read a lot of, um, like nutrition books and I read a lot of cookbooks. That's mm-hmm. not very inspiring though, but Well, but for those of us that it's not our, um, forte, if you will, I think right. it is cool to, to have those books around. I'll just, I'll be number one. I have an iPad on my counter when I want to try something new. So, <laughs> Right. I think there's a great, if you have an iPad, there's a website called One Green Planet and it's okay. amazing how many recipes are there and it's actually all vegan recipes. So if you are looking to go plant-based, it's mm. like, wow, you could find anything under the sun from an easy, quick three or four ingredient recipe to something more complicated. And you can douse your friends because a lot of people (laughs) want to experiment, but they don't know where to start. Yeah. No. Oh, thank you for that. I love that because I, I am the three to five ingredient person. I don't need to dazzle. I just need something cooked that tastes great that I can then maybe have a leftover. (laughs) So I'm happy about that. (laughs) I'm with you, especially with the kids. My goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so is there anything else that you wanted to add before we close today? Um, gosh, I just am so happy to be with you having this interaction. And uh, if it helps anyone and gets anyone inspired, then I'm just so blessed to be here of service. And um, I guess I would say, just be true to your inner voice and um, make sure that you go after the dreams that you have right now doesn't matter how you make it. It's just that you try to make and you take each step. The, the, you have the why and the how you get there doesn't really matter because it's, it's now, isn't it? The time <laughs> yeah. is now. It's, it's present yeah. time consciousness. So go after it. No one else can live your life but you. Yeah. Oh, amazing. Thank you so much. And you guys, this is absolutely one point I want to make as well. You have to just just go for it because the how doesn't matter. And a lot of times I'll get questions about, well, I don't know every step and what happens if this, you know, you have contingencies for everything. It doesn't matter because 95% of what you think will happen probably won't. 
<laughs> so I love that. Thank you so much. And we are so blessed to have Kristen Moss with us and so many great articles of information and little nuggets and just be encouraged. You know, she moved across the world, has a family, uh, has worked in practices, has started her own nutrition practice. So definitely you can do it as well. So thank you once again for joining us. And for those of you who have any questions, feel free to email us. And of course, any other suggestions for interviews, please pop them over on the email. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining this episode of The Common Sense Practice. Be sure to subscribe for more business and patient retention strategies to help you create the successful practice you've always dreamed of. And don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best content. See you on the next episode.